Hey everybody, this is Blake with Marvel.com, and I have a very, very special guest with us today, Mr. John Crocker. Uh, <laughs> I thought I, w I was hoping you knew my name. No. Uh, I'm not aware of anything you've done. Never <laughs> seen you before. This is going to be a blank slate <laughs> interview. Who are you, dude? And how did you wander into the Thor room? <laughs> I, you, you've been showing me this awesome art from your collection, like Captain America, some big Kirby fan. Oh, yes, yes. I, I, I uh, uh, started loving Marvel uh, during the Silver Age mm -hmm. of Marvel, which was uh, when... They created Fantastic Four and Thor, and you know I'm explaining this to you like you don't know. <laughs> but uh, 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 but it was you know it was my the era I was growing up uh, and when I got engaged in the comic books, and I did not know that that you know if you if you fool, if you looked around a little bit, you could find the original art for sale. Oh, that's and, crazy! And that for years the original art was priced less than the comics. Which was amazing to me um, uh, that that you that uh, when I first started collecting it was you know it, it was remarkably less and uh, and now it's gone stratospherically expensive but uh, uh, but I I, I just collect uh, Jack Kirby original art because that was the stuff I really connected with uh, when I was a kid and uh, so I, I have all these uh, these these great old pieces of uh, Thor art and Fantastic Four art and. Uh, uh, you know, uh, I, I have a I have a Thor cover where he's you know pushing a part of building you know and it's all collapsing around him. It's oh, it's fantastic, uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, you know, and it just makes me happy to see it uh, every day. So, what what would you say is your favorite piece? My favorite piece is probably I have a, a Fantastic Four uh, splash page, which is you know the the, the big image, uh, page one from uh, I think Fantastic Four forty three. Which is this big uh, hulking uh, picture of the thing uh, in uh, uh, in the foreground um, uh, with uh, these villains behind him, and uh, and it's interesting because at the time in the actual printed book they they cut out the thing image and made him smaller in the foreground, so they they had to actually reconstruct the original image as Jack Kirby drew it. Um, and it's it's so much better as he originally drew it because because he was just he you know he's terrifying in the opening of the frame because it's all about uh, you know he's gone evil in this particular uh, uh, issue and uh, uh, and you know they they for, I don't I don't know why they would make that choice but you but but when you are collecting the original art you see all kinds of original you see you know big erasures and you know at one point they they were messing with Sue Storm's hair for like four issues and they were like they could not decide whether she should have this cool 60s do or a more sort of traditional 50s housewife do or you know it's like you know I'm sure these were you know uh, arguments that that went back and forth in the in the Marvel offices at the time and it's fun also because on a lot of the original art you could see on the back of the art they used as a notepad. Oh, that's so, amazing! Like on the back of my thing piece is um, uh, uh, is all the all these characters are listed, and, and you're looking, and as you look down, you realize it's all the characters that are going to appear in the next issue at the wedding of Reed Richards, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, so that was very exciting. Um, and uh, like I, um, there's a piece of art floating around. It's a great X Men uh, piece of art, and uh, and on the back you can see uh, them. Uh, 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 Stan Lee trying to figure out what the name of the character that would end up being Scarlet Witch uh, 
would be you can see he's like jinx uh wicked woman witchy woman but and then finally you see you see uh, uh scarlet witch and he underlines it like three times <laughs> and you're like oh okay that's how they figured it out um uh so, so uh, but it's it's super cool to to see that process in that form so you own that specific... I don't own that one. I've seen that one. And, I'm, uh, and I, I might try to pick it up. <laughs> I might. I'm not saying I will. I'm not saying I won't. Well, I may try to negotiate a lower price. <laughs> we'll see. How do you go about finding this art? Do you go online or you go to like, shops? Uh, or? Yeah, there are, there are places that you, you can buy it. Uh, conventions. I love going to conventions. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little tough for me at conventions because it's a fan event. Right. And people know I'm a performer. And so, you know, they... they understandably say hey can I get a picture can I get an autograph and it's and I'm happy to do it except that it makes it difficult to function uh, because I can't I can't walk 10 feet uh, at the at comic-con um, I mean and and I like like uh, I'm glad I'm not you know Jim Parsons or any of the big bang guys because like they they can't walk four feet mm-hmm. at Comic-Con. I'm lucky that that actually uh, the Two and a Half Men demo is a little older uh, <laughs> than, than the Comic-Con demo. Um, but uh, uh, but I do love it. I, I, I love going. I take my son a lot of the time. He's 14. And and uh, and that's where I discovered it, um, uh, that the original art can be had mm-hmm. uh, uh, because I, I had collected the comic books when I was a kid, but I used to read them. So they're in terrible shape, you know. And I never understood this whole thing about getting mint copies of, of comic books because that means nobody's ever re- uh, read them. It seems like a, a toy that's never been played with. It's just sad to me. Uh, so uh, so I when I discovered you could actually buy the art that had meant so much to me, uh, uh, I just got super excited about it. I'm curious, do you ever put on a mask when you're at the cons? I, I thought about it. I, I, I was thinking of going as uh, as kind of inept stormtrooper. Uh, <laughs> like, just sort of like really just bad stormtrooper outfit. I was like, oh, that just, that's, he, he didn't, he barely made an effort, you know, uh, because then nobody would take a picture either. But then Jack Black did that exact thing. <laughs> so now you can't even be, uh, you know, crappy stormtrooper. I actually was, uh, 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 this Halloween, uh, I I put together an awesome stormtrooper outfit uh, from because I took uh, if you buy <laughs> uh, they they actually make a decent foam rubber uh, stormtrooper suit but it's just the front and it's just black on the back and that still looks terrible <sighs> um, so I bought two of them and made a back oh, nice. out of the front of the other one because they're only like sixty bucks mm-hmm. you know uh, uh, and so I I had a, and it and it had an awesome uh, imperial stormtrooper helmet. So, uh, so I, I, that was a that was a, a big win on Halloween this year. My daughter, who's who was five uh, at that point, uh, uh, went as Darth Vader. So it was this tiny Vader with That's this amazing. big stormtrooper uh, accompaniment. So she's a, she's on the dark side. She's on the dark side. Uh, and you, well, you are too, then. I guess. Uh, yeah, but I'm just a lackey. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> I'm just a cog in the machine, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she's uh, she yeah she had a. Uh, I, I we had a blissful two month Star Wars phase where she wanted to see every single one and I did the whole thing where uh, you where uh, I did uh, she watched um, uh, Phantom Menace then uh, 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 then uh, Attack of the Clones then I did uh, uh, Star Wars right. uh, Star Wars Empire Strikes Back uh, uh, um, oh, wait wait no how did I do it. <laughs> uh, uh, Oh no, no, that's not how I did it. I did it Star Wars, I did Empire Strikes Strikes Back, 
Uh, and then, uh, because, you know, in Empire Strikes Back, uh, Darth Vader reveals, I am your father. Then you do extended flashback. You do Attack of the Clones, or you do Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, uh, um, Revenge of the Sith. Then... Return of the Jedi ends the whole thing out. Oh, <laughs> it's and uh, and she so she was able to follow it, um, and uh, uh, so she, you know I, I I was very careful in her education uh, of all things <laughs> Star Wars, and uh, and that lasted for two months, and now she's, she's now she's Harry Potter. Well, so, are you so you're a big Star Wars guy? Yeah, you know we're doing Star Wars comics now. We just uh, the uh, you've been doing Star Wars, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, congratulations. Uh, I'm happy. <laughs> it's a big for deal you. for me as a Star uh, Wars person <laughs> too, you know. Yeah, yeah. It was. It's. A, it's a great universe. Mm. Um, uh, so much. So much there to 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 do and uh, and yeah. And I. I. You know. I. I. I ran into J.J. Abrams uh, years ago at the Emmys, and begged him flat out, just you know, begged. To uh, to die entertainingly in the Star Trek movie that he was directing at that point, um, I said, "Just I just want to die. I just want to like I can just be a guy who uh, you know the ship gets rocked by a torpedo and you know, and every and, and some guy goes across camera going ah, <laughs> and I said that's I'll be that guy." Um, and uh, and he laughed and said, "Yeah, yeah, oh, absolutely, man." And then no, it never happened. Never happened, J.J. Abrams. So uh, I have offered once again to die entertainingly in one of the Star Wars movies and again been met with silence. Although I have to say, every actor in Hollywood has offered to be a stormtrooper, you know, anything in the, 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 uh, the new Star Wars movie. And uh, so, I mean, you, you, we'd have a very irregularly sized bunch of stormtroopers. <laughs> you know, it's me, Seth Rogen, <laughs> you know, Jack Black. You know, it's, it's an odd group, very motley crew of stormtroopers. Um, we should get some, uh, bring to you some Star Wars comics before you. Before I won't you leave. stop you. All right. You got my book. Yeah. So there. Yeah, trade off. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I'm curious for, I just want to touch on about your the art. You have one last question, and we'll get, we'll right. talk about the book. But how do you have your arts? Is it like, in your house on a wall, or it is like it is framed. Yeah, <laughs> it, it it is framed. I have a thing about that. I I uh, I don't want a closet full of art. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, I want to see it. You know, so I just have I have a place where I know it's not going to get any sun. It's you know uh, uh, where it's protected, um, uh, but that I can go down and look at it by myself with a glass of wine. Uh, it's kind of depressing, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, uh, uh, but it is. But it, no, actually, it, it really makes me happy, and and uh, and I uh, I love Jack Kirby as an artist. I mean, I, I you know I try anything I drew ended up in his style, and I'm not anything of an artist, but uh, uh, but he, he was such an influence on me, uh, and such an influence on comics in general. Oh uh, yeah, would you? Uh, are you still drawing? Uh, no, not really. I, although my son had a uh, had to do a a uh, a class project uh, where they they were they they give uh, they teach understanding comics in my oh, son's wow. school. That's like part of the curriculum, which I think is fantastic. Uh, uh, that's a Scott McCloud book about. Uh, uh, um, I don't know if you ever have you ever seen that book. It's oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> it's basically it's a deconstruction of comics and how they oh, work in awesome. your brain mm-hmm. and how and what they are as an art form. Uh, and it's done in the style of a comic book, so it's oh, cool. super fun to read. And kids love it. And it teach it teaches you things about how you perceive comic books that you didn't even know happened. Uh, you know, and uh, uh, and so my son had to do a comics page, 
And so I said, okay, sweetie, stand back. Daddy's going to help on this one. And, uh, and we had a blast because, you know, uh, 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 I, I, it was one of the things I actually knew what I was talking about. Most of the time my son comes to me for help in his homework and I am useless. Uh, but that was one where I was like, let's do a splash page. But we'll do a thing where the, where, where the motion of the character carries across and we'll have the, the story take three panels. And, uh, and to my son's credit, he was, uh, he was very gay. And uh, and we had a we had a great time. Did he? Does he appreciate Kirby? Have you? Um, he has him? to because <laughs> I've got the, the books lying all over the place. Um, he doesn't. He he is not nearly as much of a comic book uh, nerd as as I was mm -hmm. uh, at his age. Um, mostly because you know there's so many more things that kids can be into now. You know, um, uh, pl plus. Uh, unfortunately, he started liking DC stuff, uh, and uh, it's been a real—it's been a rift in our family um, uh, for a while. It takes um, all kinds. It you does, know. you know. And I'm trying to be understanding and uh, and be tolerant. Um, uh, maybe someday he'll meet a nice girl who's a Marvel girl, and then the, the you know then she can pull him more towards towards the the light. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but at any rate. Uh, uh, actually, I do have some. So Jack Kirby actually did work for DC right. for a while, uh, and, and so, so did someone else in the room. Oh, really? Yeah. Who was? Uh, who was that? Oh, that would be me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, yes, I was Lenny Lenny Luthor in uh, in the the Superman Four, the the unforgettable <laughs> Superman <laughs> Four. Uh, uh, yes, but I was desperate, man, <laughs> just like Kirby. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but they did, and they did something. I mean, they they they, they screwed the both of us, frankly, because um, uh, Kirby they sort of decurbified so much of his work anytime he was working on on superhero stuff, and uh, basically, uh, um, uh, you know, anytime he was doing Superman or uh, they they would they would literally erase the face and mm -hmm. have somebody else do the face because they didn't want it to be too much of a Kirby face. It was ridiculous. It was absolutely, it's like, why hire the guy? Mm -hmm. But they let him do uh, Commandy and all these other things that they had, uh, and, and he did just amazing work at that time. Uh, so uh, so it was, it was weird, weird, weird vibe that they that they send out. But um, but I the, the way they screwed me over was by putting me in the worst Superman movie ever made. Um, other than that, they've been great to me. <laughs> I, that's debatable, Eddie, but, um, I wanted to say too, being a Kirby guy, when him, there's a rumor that uh, there's a lady named Flo Steinberg who was mm. Stanley's first assistant. Yes, yes. She, there's a rumor that she was based after uh, Sue Storm mm -hmm. for either I think Kirby's likeness or something. She still works here. Oh really? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh that's awesome. She comes that in only like awesome. two days a week, but it's still uh, like this is a legendary. Yes, comic book one. <laughs> Oh, that's cool. Yeah, they had some fun with that back in the day. They would do comic books where they, you know, drew a lot of the artists, and there was, right. they did a what if, where uh, what if the Fantastic Four was actually the Marvel bullpen of uh, oh, artists, yes. uh, which is insanity. And I'm sure a few of them had to be stoned when they came up. <laughs> Those with what that. ifs are the best things ever. <laughs> yes, that's yes, crazy. I, I, yeah. I don't have any what if uh, art. Like, I, I, there's uh, there, there isn't much Kirby what if mm. floating around, but. Um, uh, and that's the frustrating thing is there's uh, there you, you never know what exists because a lot of it got destroyed. So I'm you never wanted like Ditko or anybody else. Uh, like, oh, I loved it. Oh yeah. no, don't get me wrong. I actually I love uh, I love Gene Colan. I love Steve Ditko. Uh, uh, you know uh, there are amazing artists. I love you know 
Frank Miller. I mean, mm. you know, I, there's there, there's I go to the to the conventions and I'm just goggle-eyed, <laughs> but but you will go broke. Right. Uh, uh, there's so much great stuff. You will go broke. So I just decided I'm just gonna concentrate on one thing. This is what I like. Uh, 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 but there is some Gene Colan Silver Age stuff that is just stunning. Uh, uh, especially in black and white, uh, you know the the original art was done in, in black and white, and then uh, you know the, the coloring was done in another part of the process. So uh, so the original art is still in black and white, and and uh, and uh, you know he has some just just astonishing uh, great Iron Man stuff, great Daredevil stuff, uh, you know. Uh, you know, like I said, there's just so you know Bernie Wrights and there's a, there's a million of uh, amazing artists and and uh, and then not to mention all the new guys, you know, and the the you know the Todd McFarlane stuff, which which by the way, you know, they auction off now and gets six hundred thousand, seven hundred thousand dollars right. for for a Spider-Man cover. And this is a living artist, mm -hmm. you know, that is astonishing. I'm curious too. Do you uh, have discussions with like other celebrities about comics? Because like I found out John Carpenter's a big Gene Colan fan, and that was oh. like so weird to me. Uh -huh. But have you ever talked to other? I'm not not to John Carpenter, but but there, there there's I have talked to I talked to Joss Whedon, mm. and I've talked to Jonathan Ross. Um, not in, in any depth, uh, unfortunately, because, because apparently Jonathan Ross has just an astonishing collection. Yeah. Uh, uh, and so I, I would love to pick his brain one of these days. But Since you uh, talked to mm. Joss, why didn't you get killed in Avengers? You'd think. Again, <laughs> again. He and I were at like an Obama event or something, and I say, hey man, you know, I'll die, you know, I, I will die entertainingly. I'll be that cop who's like, what the <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, uh, but he, but nothing, you know, I, I don't know. Apparently, uh, apparently they think that would be distracting. <laughs> no, this is my goal: get you in Avengers three and just like have Hulk like swing you around. Yes, that would be awesome. Oh, that would be awesome! Just you bash me against a couple of things <laughs> and then just toss me aside like a rag doll. <laughs> we got to get you in the family somehow. Yes, um, exactly. Let's let's bring up the book. Let's talk about that for a second. You have been the, in the craziest press tour. You, Good Morning America, I believe, this morning, yes, Tonight and, Show. And, uh, uh, Kelly and Michael. Well, you must morning. be exhausted. Yeah, yeah it is exhausting. Um, uh, what's fun about uh, writing a book is that it's a whole bunch of, of uh, stories that are that they can just read and they're, they're right they're handy they're right there mm -hmm. you know um, but invariably they want me to retell them on the shows which I'm happy to do uh, obviously but uh, 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 but it is it, it is odd to have your your life thought of as a piece of entertainment <laughs> you know uh, and I and I guess you know when I started writing it I, I had to consider that because I because you have when you're considering you know what is the the, the book the story of your life and well your life is your life it's a it's not a narrative it's not you know it's a bunch of crap that happened to you <laughs> you know um, and so many super strange things happened to me that I thought okay that's the book you know because I was trying to figure out why what is the weirdness about show business that I'm attracted to that keeps me doing right. this when such strange stuff keeps <laughs> happening to me. Um, so uh, so that's what the book is about, and it's you know 30 plus years of, of doing this. So I had I, I had a lot more stories than I than I thought, um, and uh, uh, you know of course culminating with the, the the craziness that happened on Two and a Half Men uh, the last few years, and and 
And so it was. Uh, so it was very. It's it's a gratifying experience, but I want to rewrite it every day. Right. Uh, uh, you know, I just was talking with the publisher, uh, the editor rather, about uh, about can I do some revisions when the paperback comes out? And she's like, yes. <laughs> and uh, 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 I think she's never seen an author excited about writing a book more. <laughs> you know, um, but uh, uh, but there's so, you know there was so in the process of sort of finishing the book and finalizing it for editing, I, there was just so many forehead slapping moments when I was like, oh, I didn't tell this story. Oh. Oh gosh, there's so much more to this. So that's 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 the only frustrating aspect. Through making the book, did, did it make you more aware of your surroundings as you're like, this could be a good story. This will be a great story. Not really. I've always tried to sort of collect fun stories, mm -hmm. um, just because it's fun. You're at a party, tell a story. You know, uh, 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 but. I've never been sort of methodical about it, uh, uh, and I don't know that I want to do this in the future. It's <laughs> it's hard to write books, and so I don't know how if I would do it again anytime soon. Um, uh, I'll just keep rewriting this one and put out a new <laughs> one of this one every couple of years. Um, uh, just re-revise, re-revise. It'll end up you know thicker than the Webster's Dictionary, uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, but it it. it you know, the the like I said, it makes you look at your life in a new way, uh, and and for that I'm I'm grateful. I'm curious, like uh, a lot of people will write their autobiographies when they're on kind of a downward spiral in their mm -hmm. career. You're oh, I, I like am. A, no, no, no. You're <laughs> like on a downward spiral right now. Like <laughs> off like one of the hottest shows out. Mm -hmm. What made now the time to want to come out with the book? Um, partially the opportunity. I, uh, I, uh, my manager and my agent had said, hey, would you want to write a book? And I said, no, because I'd never done it before. Mm. And it's hard. And, and, and I was about to do the last season of the show. And, and it's hard work. Uh, so I, I, I and I, I'm averse to hard work. Uh, I do not <laughs> like it at all. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, uh, but I, but I, I said first, and also, I don't think you could get me a deal. And uh, they said, we, we think we could. And I said, okay, if you can get me a deal, I'll write a book, very <laughs> jokingly. Uh, and within a week, they, they had a deal for me to write a book. So, so I thought, okay, there's an opportunity. I can, you know, you know I, I, I can do this. But I was deeply frightened because I didn't know what the book would be about. Uh, because I knew I wanted to touch on, on the craziness that happened to Two and a Half Men. Right. Um, because being in the middle of that was insane. Uh, and I felt like there was there was uh, some value in communicating that. Um, but also, I remembered you know all the great stuff that had happened to me, and all the you know all the you know the kindness that people have shown me, and all the the weird things that that the weird turns that uh, that my life took. Uh, and I thought people might have some some fun with that as well. And uh, obviously, the, the, the news sites keep picking up certain bits and pieces of what you're yes. laying out in the book. And you never know what um, those are going to be. Yeah. You never know. You put I put in all kinds of weird stuff, <laughs> you know. Uh, uh, there's a bizarre story about Carol Channing. Nothing. <laughs> not a word about that. You know. <laughs> um, uh, but the three paragraphs where I talk about that, uh, that while I, you know, at one point I was I saw a prostitute. That's all <laughs> over the place. That's three paragraphs. Yeah. The book is three hundred and fifty pages long. <laughs> you know, uh, I mean, and 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 the and the story was uh, that was a funny story actually. Mm -hmm. uh, and so it was really just a, a bit. You know, uh, but uh, but that's and I, I you know I understand it and and I also understand you know they always want to talk about the the craziness with the Sheen stuff and you know I get it. I I'd be curious too. You know. Um, and they want to talk about sort of backstage of Pretty in Pink, 
because uh, you know that has become kind of a, an iconic movie. Uh, uh, and so they was like, oh, give us the dirt. You know, who was awful? I don't know. They, you know, and they, you, you and you come up with stuff that's incredibly trivial. You know, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, Molly Ringwald once did not ask me to sit with her at lunch. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, uh, 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 there's not a lot of dirt flung in the book, but it's mostly just about how silly people are in general, especially in show business, because it's just a ridiculous profession. Do you have any fun, like, nerd? Stuff in the book? Um, not as much, actually. I, I do go on in some. I was a. Uh, I, I was a. I was many, many kinds of geek uh, as uh, as a kid. I was a. a, a uh, I was a total comics nerd. You're a sports geek too, right? No, I am not a sports geek. Uh, I. 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 I uh, not, I never played sports until my mid thirties. I played ultimate frisbee. Who does that? <laughs> Nobody does that. Uh, uh, um, and uh, uh, I'm a New York Giants fan. But uh, but at the time, uh, I I was you know I was science fiction nerd, Star Wars nerd. Uh, uh, but then I became a theater nerd mm -hmm. um, because I saw a show called Sweeney Todd. On, uh, 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 well, I, I'm sure you've heard of it because it's a movie. It's been a movie and everything. But uh, 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 but that was like life changing for me. Is you know, and so w when you're into musical theater, uh, uh, for some reason that overwhelms all your other nerd. <laughs> Everything become, else is replaced. Yes, you become just you know singing and dancing and jazz hands, <laughs> and it's just it's pathetic. Uh, and uh, so that overwhelmed my like from 14 to 18 period and thankfully it was when I decided to be a professional and it totally worked for me and I and I, I took off in that career but I'll always have that science fiction nerd and that 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 comic nerd at, at the core of me uh, so uh, uh, and I did tend to whatever I was into, I would get into in great detail. For for a long time, uh, I was into the Little Rascals, I, I did, you know, uh, the old black and white things, you know, with buckwheat and you know, and, and okay, that's a weird thing to be into, but yeah, I I saw them all. I read the books on them. I wondered who, you know, the actors. The actors all grew up. You know, one of them was a car dealer in Texas, and one of them, you know, uh, uh, and and you know, uh, I I was a geek for for geekdom's. Uh, and that, that, that has actually served me well. Is there anything you're into at this point? At this moment? Uh, uh, prostitutes? Well, that might be here in luck. <laughs> uh, uh, the at this point, uh, I am. I, you know, I'm not really. Uh, right now, I've been so busy that I haven't gotten to really geek out over stuff. Um, I'm mostly geeking out over the stuff, still over the stuff from when I was a kid, you mm -hmm. know, and, and still trying to collect the art and and uh, and waiting for the next Star Wars movie and uh, uh, you know uh, trying to. Uh, I'm going to be producing some television soon, so I so trying to sort of engage with that, you know, and make stuff that I that I love to mm -hmm. be a part of. Um, and uh, you know, we'll just see where that takes me. I'm curious. Have you, do you have, uh, a lot of we've had some celebrities by who are big illustrator, illustration fans as well, and like they have met some of the creators and have kind of like lost it over them. Have yeah. you ever met anybody like that? Or oh, sure. I mean, I'm, I I met Stanley uh, uh, a couple of times mm -hmm. actually. Uh, he signed my Origin of Marvel comics. Nice. Come on, <laughs> but he but he spelled my name J O H N. I was like, oh. Because <laughs> it's J O N, uh, but uh, but I was like, no, no, it's cool, Stan. It's cool. I'll, I'll change it. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll go to J O H N. Uh, um, uh, but uh, 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 and that was a, uh, an enormous thrill. 
because you know, I, I, you know, it, it, that that was, uh, you know, I, I used to read his, uh, uh, you know, things from the editor and, and and all the comics, and you know, you really felt like uh, uh, you were a part of it mm -hmm. um, as a fan then, and uh, it was that was that was a, a, a great time, um, but uh, but yeah, I, I you know I. I I'm sad that I'll never get to meet Jack Kirby, obviously. Um, uh, you know, actually, a lot of the guys, you know, I, I won't get to meet, and uh, and that's, uh, you know, uh, that is sad. I, although I don't know what I'd say uh, other than, oh my God, you know, because <laughs> um, you because know, it's art, you know, mm -hmm. and it communicates. It is what it is, you know. And sometimes, actually, when you get down to the sort of nitty gritty of art and how people, it, it actually detracts from it a little bit. You know, once you know exactly how how the sausage is made, it's like, oh, oh, you did that because you just because you had to make the title bigger. <laughs> you know, really, that's why you did that. You know, <laughs> um, sometimes it, it diminishes it, uh, but sometimes you, you it's all the, makes it all the more amazing. It's kind of funny. Uh, Steve Ditko's office is right down the street. Oh, so. oh now uh, can anybody has anybody did anybody talk to him? Uh, He's a famous recluse. Yeah, he, he, uh, I call him the J.D. Salinger of comic oh, yes, books. Yes, kind of. Exactly. Uh, one and, of our one of our editors went to his office and like went up the stairs and knocked on the door and he was shaking and sweating and he was very like kind of polite but you can go kind of situation uh -huh. but, oh okay yeah oh gosh see yeah but I'm sure like normal people walk up to him not knowing that he's Steve Ditko yeah. and he I wonder if he's nice to them mm -hmm. or if he's you know I, I hope so I hope so but yeah I, you know uh, I I I hope that People, there are a lot of artists like that who get sort of, you know, they put it out there and then they they can't engage with the public because it's, uh, you know, I don't know, you know, there's, I'm sure they all have their reasons, but I hope they get the satisfaction of understanding that their public uh, really engages with what they do. Right. You know, I, I hope that gets them because I, I hope, you know, one would hope that those great artists get that satisfaction. And uh, well, since you 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 write and you uh, draw, have you ever thought about doing a comic or anything? I've thought or? about writing a comic book. Uh -huh. Actually, I uh, uh, I had a deal um, uh, to I, I wrote a um, uh, a screenplay called mm. Cosmodrome, which is about the Russian side of the the space race. So uh, uh, because you know while while we had the Apollo program here and you know on the race to the moon, uh, uh, theirs was just like. Cowboy oh, wow. stuff because uh, it because because uh, you know the 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 uh, Soviet Union was communist at that point and the government had this need for them to for as as public relations for them to win the space race so they uh, uh, they were doing all these amazing things that we didn't hear about as Americans because you know it was just bad PR for us so uh, you know they had the the, the first man in space. First woman in space, uh, first object to hit the moon, first—I mean—they did all these things. They were kicking our butts <laughs> in the space race. But then suddenly, in 1965, we started winning, and then we won. We got to—we got to the moon. And uh, I found out this insane fact that on Yuri Gagarin's uh, first uh, orbital flight, he was the very first human being in outer space. Um, there was a device on board the spacecraft that was a coding mechanism that would not allow him to control the ship um, unless he had a specific code. And, and this, the code was to be radioed to him by the KGB. <laughs> because, and they had this device in there because they were worried that Yuri Gagarin, the pride of the Soviet Air Force, might defect to the United States from space. Uh, so, I, I, so I had to write a screenplay about 
the cosmonaut who decided he wanted to defect the United States from space. Uh, and uh, so I wrote that, and, and actually uh, Oni was going to do that as a, as a graphic novel uh, for a while, but we've just, you know, I, I think the artist that we, that we had had to do something else, and it all just fell apart just months ago. So, so the, uh, you know, I would love, to, I would still love to do that as a graphic novel, but, um, uh, uh, but you know, well, we'd have to find the, another publisher. Is it still uh, potentially going to be a film as well? Or? Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, might, yeah, it might uh, it might be something I produce. I don't, you know, I don't know uh, where we're going to take it. Mm -hmm. next. So uh, you mentioned you go to. Conventions? Do you go to a lot of? Not a lot. Or? I I, uh, uh, I used to, um, but I've been so busy lately. I just haven't been. Here. I wanted to go to WonderCon, which is in mm -hmm. Anaheim this last weekend, but I was here promoting my book. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so uh, you know, I I, uh, I don't know how many I will will get to go to. As I said, sometimes they're they're a bit tough because I can't walk ten feet, uh, mm -hmm. and and you know I, I want to buy that figurine over there. Oh, it's gonna take that's that's twenty feet that I'm gonna have to walk. <laughs> you know, everything becomes a bit of a trudge. So you're into statues and things. I'm not really. I, uh, I, I most of the time I buy those for my kids. Uh, okay. And so who who would you say was your favorite character if you had to pick? My very favorite character was Daredevil. Oh, good. I'm very excited okay. about the, the, the new one. Yeah. Very excited about it. it looks great. Mm. Uh, but yeah, my that was my my first comic book. You know, this is this is my book. Uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, I as a collector when I got when I got my uh, uh, you know, he was originally in a yellow costume, a yellow and black costume. So I, I collected those first when I when I completed my collection of all the yellow costume daredevils in fine to near mint. Uh, that was a big day for me. <laughs> that was a very big day for me. Um, but uh, but like I said, I always was into to reading the books too. So uh, so it was uh, uh, getting the actual. I, I don't actually have any Daredevil original art because most of that was Wally Wood. Um, uh, uh, Kirby did some of the covers, but I don't know that any of them exist. Uh, I hope they do. Um, but uh, and if they do, I would I would be in the market for that. But um, uh, uh, but uh, uh, you know uh, that would be a great thing to find. We should see if we can get you killed off in Daredevil. Uh, yeah, that, yes. Well, in Daredevil, I'd like to be a big. Oh, character. you understand? Well? <laughs> if it's good, if you're going to do the book that was the book that I loved, I got to do something. <laughs> uh, you know, I can be a villain or something. I'm bald now. Come on. Because <laughs> we <laughs> throw me a bone. I'm bald. <laughs> so, are you familiar with the whole thing, like the Jessica Jones and the the Luke Cage and the whole Defenders? Uh, kind of thing, uh, I, no, you know what? I I have not kept on top of that. Mm. Um, uh, uh, I'm also very excited about Ant-Man, got to say, uh, which is remarkable. They've turned that one around. Ant-Man was a thing that a lot of people thought, oh, that might be stupid. Uh, <laughs> but they've done a very nice job of making people go, oh, you know what, that might be good. Uh, so congratulations, Marvel marketing machine <laughs> that you are. God bless you. Um, I have a fantastic Ant-Man piece, by the way. Uh, <laughs> but I'm, I won't brag. Uh, <laughs> I can only imagine. Uh, yes, at any rate... Um, uh, uh, the but but uh, yeah I'm I, you know it's funny because I sort of disengaged from the comic books themselves right around the time the, of the new X Men mm. uh, because I was a grown up and trying to have sex with women and stuff. <laughs> and, uh, 
And at that time, that was kind of frowned upon by the women right, you're trying right. to have sex with. Uh, uh, so uh, uh, it is that's turned around, thankfully. Uh, uh, and there's now a lot of, uh, of I, by the way, remarkably attractive women into into comic books. I don't know if you've been to the conventions lately, but uh, <laughs> there are a few of them. There was a there was a girl dressed as Batgirl, and Batgirl's my thing, uh, uh, sexually. I have to say. Um, uh, <laughs> I know, I know. You know, there's some fabulous Marvel ladies, uh, but they did it right with Batgirl. I don't know what it is, uh, but anyway, I'll move on. Uh, <laughs> the live action TV series Batgirl is nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm mean, talking about the original, like old school yeah. Batman. Yeah, yeah. Yvonne Craig, come on, mm-hmm. uh, wowza. Uh, uh, that there were many formative. Uh, uh, experiences that also the Linda Carter Wonder Woman uh, see they did it right with the women <laughs> back in my day on TV there was no Marvel women on TV you know uh, uh, and and uh, Linda Carter blew them all away so uh, but it, enough about my uh, uh, erections uh, 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 <laughs> at any rate uh, uh, but uh, but that's when I sort of disengaged from from reading the, the the actual books heavily. Plus, they got into all the crazy you know X Men. You know, there was uh, the, the 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 alternate universes and the this and that, and they were trying to rewrite the the history every five minutes. And it was like, what the heck's going on? Mm-hmm. Here? Um, so that's when I, I I I relaxed and did not read the books so much anymore. Um, but. Uh, but it's been lovely to get back into them and and uh, uh, just you know casually enjoy them. I'm kind of curious since you watched the the all the TV series back in the day. Did you ever and being a Daredevil fan, did you see the TV movie of the Hulk that had Daredevil in it? No. Wait, which one? Uh, there was it, a TV movie of the, the Hulk, the Lou Ferrigno yeah, Hulk. They made, really? We have the poster in in Hulk room. That had Daredevil yeah, in it. And, Kingpin and what? Thor is in it too. I am astonished and I, that I missed this. I think it's the yellow costume. What? It's on YouTube. Because that the, okay, the weird thing about that would be that by then the yellow costume had long gone. I mean, it was I, long gone red by like 1966. I'm like 70% <laughs> sure it's, it's, it's yellow. It's completely possible because there's all kinds of weird. I mean, did you ever see the the uh, uh, the original Captain America movie? Yeah, we have oh that. Oh my god, that poster is hanging. Uh, on the end of the thing, you know, oh, the, it's his, a horror. His uh, uh-huh. ears are plastic. Yes. They're, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. No. They're, they and the Spider-Man TV series. Uh, yeah. was, oh <laughs> God, awful. Uh, uh, you know, because the special effects, you just couldn't do it. You couldn't do it right. Then. Right. It was very hard. I mean, even if you, you know the Batman, they had to do it really campy. You know, and that's why it really took off. Um, Wonder Woman. Uh, you know, they they spent some money that first season. But after that, it's just hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, it, it's hard to do on a weekly basis in, in TV. Um, but, but man, the, you know, the last, the last 10 years have been just a, a golden period of, of doing it right. I could talk to you for another three hours. Uh, this is awesome. <laughs> um, oh, well, thank you, man. Uh, I got to get one, one last question because we need to take some photos of you holding some hammers and some other things. <laughs> yes, that, but, that is uh, a high priority yeah. today. <laughs> um, so h- how can fans find the book? Uh, you want to promote any other uh, any other projects you have? Uh, no, just the book. Okay. Just buy the book. That's all I ask of you people. <laughs> if you care about me at all, buy my book. <laughs> Um, it is. Uh, it's called "So That Happened," uh, and it is. Uh, uh, it's on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, uh, all those all those places. 
Uh, super fun. A um, lot, of, lot of behind the scenes juiciness um, and weirdness. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, that's all I'm doing for now. And I ask everyone to follow you on Twitter because you're, you're yes, really uh, fun uh, on Twitter. Oh, thank you, Mr. John Cryer. Mm. Uh, I'm a little, yeah, lately I've been just all about the book on Twitter, so I, I got I to gotta up my game and have some, some give people a little more to chew on than that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I will. Uh, it's just, you know, I got to run around talking to you people. Yeah. Um, that takes a lot of time and effort. Uh, but, uh, but truly a pleasure, man. No, thank you. I really appreciate it. Uh, this is Marvel, your universe.